Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about an African-American author, scholar, speaker, activist, sociologist, and educator who succeeded in an era when nearly all the cards were stacked against her. Our feminist of the day is Dr. Anna Julia Cooper. Anna Julia Haywood was born into slavery on August 10, 1858 in Raleigh, North Carolina. When Anna was young, she and her two older brothers worked as house slaves in the home of George Washington Haywood. When Anna was nearly five years old, Abraham Lincoln made his Emancipation Proclamation. While life was still incredibly difficult for African Americans in the U.S., especially in the South, new doors slowly opened for children like Anna. When she was nine, Anna won a scholarship to attend the new St. Augustine's Normal School and Collegiate Institute, a school created to train new teachers to educate former slaves. Anna consistently got good grades. She excelled in the liberal arts as well as math and science. Even so, Anna soon realized her opportunities were limited by gender in addition to race. Male classmates were directed towards a more rigorous curriculum than their female peers. Anna fought to take the men's courses and eventually succeeded. This fight prompted Anna to dive into advocacy for the education of black women. In 1877, Anna married one of her classmates, George Cooper. He passed away just two years later. In the aftermath, Anna dove headfirst into furthering her education and advocacy. She studied mathematics at Oberlin College where she continued to take the classes designated for men. By 1888, Anna had earned both a Bachelor's of Science and a Master's degree. She also taught math, science, and Latin at a high school for black students in D.C. In 1892, Anna published a book entitled A Voice from the South by a Black Woman of the South. It became one of the first core African-American feminist texts. In it, Anna argues that educating black women is the single best investment in the well-being and prosperity of her community. Around that time, Anna also joined the Black Women's Club Movement, a coalition of middle-class black women striving to empower other African Americans. Anna became a popular public speaker for the movement. She gave speeches at gatherings like the National Conference of Colored Women in 1895 and the first Pan American Conference held in London in 1900. She spoke about the oppression of African Americans and the importance of empowerment through education. In 1902, Anna became the principal of the high school where she'd been teaching for years. Under her leadership, the school became known for its academic reputation and its focus on college preparation. The school's focus drew no shortage of critics. Many people, including prominent black speaker and community leader Booker T. Washington, believed that vocational classes were more important than academic ones. The D.C. Board of Education eventually sided with Anna's opposition and refused to renew her contract for the 1905 school year. Still, she continued her work in education, teaching at Lincoln University. In 1910, Anna was hired to teach at her high school alma mater, St. Augustine's. She stayed there until 1930. She also served as the president of a university for working adults. By age 67, she earned a doctorate degree from the Sorbonne in Paris, making her the fourth African-American woman in history to earn a degree of that level. 
Her dissertation, called Slavery and the French Revolutionists, was written in French. Anna was a groundbreaking scholar, educator, and feminist writer. She was also a hardworking mother who raised two foster children and five adopted children. Anna passed away in her sleep at the age of 105. All month, we'll be covering feminists from throughout history. We've covered feminists in every theme so far, and this month's group is not an exhaustive list by any means. We're sticking to a smaller time range than in other months in our regular weekday episodes. On weekends, we're going to be highlighting favorite feminists from past months, chosen by other podcast hosts we love, and modern feminists brought to you by our sponsor this month, Fiverr. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our new Encyclopedia Womanica newsletter. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica, and you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. This month of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Fiverr, an online digital services marketplace, connecting businesses with women who are creating, designing, copywriting, programming, editing, and more. We all know that for women, the ability to work flexibly and on our own terms is highly valued. Fiverr is one of the rare platforms where globally, women are on average making 19% more than men. That's something to celebrate this Women's History Month. Let's call on more industry leaders to join with Fiverr and make strides in closing the gap and supporting women in challenging current stereotypes and the status quo. Fiverr's marketplace helps the world's feminists get more done with less. Take five to learn about how Fiverr is celebrating International Women's Day by supporting the female talent on Fiverr's platform at fvrr.co slash women. That's fvrr.co slash women. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.